Welcome to Capital News Roundup, our wrap-up of the week's news from around Illinois. I'm Jennifer Fuller. This week marked the end of Illinois' cash bail system, meaning courts all over the state were navigating new territory. We explored that issue in depth, and you can find our coverage online at CapitalNewsIllinois.com and in our CapitalCast podcast this week. In other news, Illinois State Police will soon implement a provision of the newly passed assault weapons ban, which allows people who owned such weapons before the law took effect to keep them. Capital News Illinois' Peter Hancock reported the law requires people who already own firearms covered in it to submit affidavits through their firearm owner's identification card accounts. They must also include a statement testifying that they have a locking mechanism for each weapon. ISP says people will be able to submit those affidavits electronically starting October 1st. The law was recently upheld by the Illinois Supreme Court. It still faces additional legal challenges in federal court. In the follow-up file this week, a former Illinois state trooper who pleaded guilty to reckless homicide for his role in a high-speed 2007 crash that killed two teenage sisters has requested a delay in a hearing on whether his driving privileges should be restored. Capital News Illinois' Beth Hunsdorfer reported former trooper Matt Mitchell asked for more time to prepare for the hearing. It was originally set for this Wednesday in Mount Vernon. That hearing is now scheduled for November 1st. This is Mitchell's sixth time requesting his driver's license be reinstated. Former Secretary of State Jesse White personally rejected previous recommendations that it be reinstated. White retired in January. Mitchell was driving his squad car in heavy post-holiday traffic in St. Clair County back in 2007. That's when he lost control and crashed head-on into a car driven by 18-year-old Jessica Yule. Yule and her 13-year-old sister Kelly Yule died at the scene. An accident reconstructionist showed Mitchell was driving more than 120 miles an hour, talking on his cell phone, and using his in-dash computer in the moments before the crash. This week also saw a change at the federal level when it comes to work authorizations for asylum seekers. You may remember back in August when Governor J.B. Pritzker joined U.S. Senator Dick Durbin and Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson. They were all calling on the Biden administration to allow states to sponsor asylum seekers for work authorizations. While the new rules from the Department of Homeland Security don't specifically include those changes, Governor Pritzker said he's pleased with the federal government's announcement that it will expedite work authorization applications. You can find our complete coverage at CapitalNewsIllinois.com. Looking ahead, the Illinois Supreme Court will rule later this year or early next year on another lawsuit surrounding how companies collect private information about customers, employees, and others. Illinois has the nation's strongest biometric privacy law, known informally as BIPA, and it's prompted class action lawsuits against companies like Facebook when they use facial recognition or other scanning technology to identify people. This week, Illinois Supreme Court justices heard arguments in a case that accuses Northwestern Medicine, UChicago Medicine, and a company that makes medicine cabinets of violating BIPA. The two nurses who brought the suit say fingerprint scanners on those cabinets used their personal biometric information without consent. You can find Andrew Adams' story at our website. I'm Jennifer Fuller. From all of us at Capital News Illinois, have a great weekend.